Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by today's title, we will be doing another What Went Down episode. And this time, I will be giving you my final thoughts on moving. Yes, finally getting to final thoughts on moving, finally getting to just thoughts on moving. I feel like I haven't gotten you guys really um, kind of in my mind about moving. I mentioned it briefly, but I haven't really talked about it. So this is where I hope I can kind of get through some of those thoughts on moving. So as I am with all of my what went down episodes or any episode at this point, I like to start with a synopsis in case you're coming at this episode completely unsure of what (laughs) this is even about. And then I am going to give you that. And then after I give you that, I will jump into my final thoughts. And I will say that I don't believe there will be too many spoilers or any spoilers really in this episode. I think I'll try to do a good job at um, kind of keeping this a very broad strokes over the the drama, nothing too specific to give you really, really, you know, details in case you still want to check out moving yourself. So let's go ahead and get started with this episode. And firstly, I am going to go ahead into that synopsis. So we have Kim Bong-suk, played by Lee Jung-ha, Jang Wee-soo, played by Ko Young-joon, and Lee Gang-hoon, played by Kim Do-hoon, who attend the same high school. They look like ordinary students, but they have special abilities that they have inherited from their parents. Kim Bong-suk has the ability to fly. Jang Wee-soo has excellent athletic abilities, and she is able to rapidly recover from any and all injuries. And Lee Gang-hoon has uncanny power and speed. These three students try to hide their special abilities from other people while their parents struggle to protect them from being used by certain people. So that is a kind of quick, fast and dirty synopsis found from somewhere online, like I like to say. Um, And I think that does accurately summarize or kind of give you a kind of brief overview of what this drama is about. Now, as I go through this episode, I think I'm going to kind of structure it this way where I'm going to talk firstly, just kind of about general information about this drama that I wanted to talk about. And then I'm going to go into how I felt (laughs) about certain aspects of the drama. First thing I want to talk about is just production value. This drama was was so expensive you can tell you could tell they spent so much money on this drama um and the special effects the cgi was really really good it really paid off all the money that they put into like to make it look the way that it looked looked great um the other thing i want to know is that this is a um an adaptation from a webtoon by a very 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 famous webtoon writer and screenwriter um kang pul and the cool thing about him is that he has done 
a lot of adaptations for a lot of his webtoons as far as like he has been the screenwriter for a lot of films um, adaptations of his webtoons. And the cool thing is that I think this one is one of the first like adaptations in a drama format. And I thought that was really interesting and really cool. And I was looking forward to that because I actually really like some of Kung Pu's um, films. So you know, films that he's written for. So I, I'm actually like, was really excited. Um, and the other thing to note about this, the story is just the genre that it's in. It's action, fantasy, supernatural, superheroes, but there's also um, quite a bit of romance and it's obviously about family. And, you know, since we have all these different genres and this one drama or this one story, you can kind of see how this has really led to, I think it's success. But I, for me, it also kind of led to some of its faults. So I wanted to mention genre because to me, that is, um, to me, it was a blessing and a curse in a weird way. <laughs> so just thought I would throw that out there and I'll probably mention it a little bit more as I keep talking about the drama. Um, another big opening fact that I want to talk about is just the cast. Star studded, star studded. We have Wu um, Sung Rung, um, who plays Zhang Ju Wan, and he is Hui Su's father. Um, and he has the same abilities as her, as he's super strong, superhuman strength, and he also has the ability to heal um, from any and all injuries. But he can still feel pain, which is a little little note there. Um, he's also this former gangster who ends up turning into an NIS agent. Um, and he's also, um, when he was in the NIS, he was the partner of Dushik. Um, and Dushik <laughs> is played by one of the loves of my life, Zo Insung. <sighs> he was the reason alone why I ran. I was running to watch this drama alone. Um, <laughs> but he plays the husband. And fa- I mean, he plays a father of Bong Suk, and he also has the ability to fly. And he is a NIS black ops agent, and he is the husband of Min Hyun or Mi Hyun. And uh, Mi Hyun or E Min Hyun is played by the Han Hyo Ju, and she's the obviously the mother of Bong Suk, and she has these kind of enhanced senses. That's her kind of superhuman ability or power, and she's also a former NIS. IS intelligence analyst. So those are, you know, some of the kind of just amazing stars that make up this drama. The fact that they got Insung to come back to a drama after like his last one being years ago, I was just like, oh my gosh, I, he's back. I gotta see him. He's back. Um, so <laughs> yes. Um, and then there's also Cha, um, Cha Taehyun and Kim Sung Kyun, who also I think have worked with Kung Pool in the past on like some of his films. So I, again, it was like, oh, that was really cool to have them there. And they're kind of part of the, the kind of lead cast there. So the casting enough was was enough to get me to kind of check this drama out or be intrigued by this drama. But like how I've been doing this entire year and maybe last couple years, 
I had no idea what this drama was even about before I started it. I just knew I saw the cast and I was like, I'll be there. Um, and in this case, it really helped. I think it really worked out that I did not know initially going into the story that it was about superheroes. Um, I know, right? Because I don't know if I would have been that motivated to actually watch this story because I'm not a huge fan of like the superhero genre. So this actually was to me, um, a, a kind of rare situation. And I'm glad that I have been approaching dramas or watching dramas in the way that I have been, where I have no idea what it's about. I just jump into it and hope it's good. That's actually been helping me um, try new things out, new genres out. So that was a, a little blessing in disguise that I had no idea that this was about superheroes. <laughs> All I knew was the cast looked good and I was going to be there. Um, but yeah, so that's just kind of some general thoughts that I want to start with, just kind of bare bones, who in who is in this drama, what genre this drama is. And then also I want to talk a little bit about the just the production production value and our writer Kang Pul. So now let's get into um, the story itself and the structure of this story, because I believe that's going to help me flesh out my final thoughts on this drama, because I'm going to be honest, it's taken me some time to really think through how I feel about this drama, because it kind of went in a weird way. Um, my thoughts, my thoughts went in a weird way. And uh, yeah, so me talking about the story structure and how the story was actually set up in this drama format, is going to help me talk about how my thoughts and feelings and emotions on this drama kind of went. Now, if you listened to my Ramblings and Musings episode, I think that I kind of released after my summer vacation, I did say there that I wouldn't even go into much details about moving um, because I was just so excited after only watching the first episodes. I And I think it was only the first four. And I was just like, I couldn't wait to do a final thoughts episode. Like I didn't want to spoil um, my thoughts on moving and that Ramblings and Musings episode. So I was like, you guys, just you wait till I get to my final thoughts episode. So now I can actually talk about what it was in those opening episodes that had me completely captivated um, and, and honestly surprised me. Like I had no idea I was going to feel that way after starting that drama. And I even believe I said in that Ramblings and Musings episode that this year has really been shaping up to be a K-drama year for me where most of the, like these unassuming dramas have easily been topping my favorites of the year. And I think when I mentioned that I was alluding to moving being one of those unassuming dramas. And by unassuming, I just mean dramas that are in genres that I never naturally gravitate towards or even like prefer <laughs> at all. So it was a surprise to me that after watching the first episode of moving, I was already just ready to declare it as a top drama of the year. I really was. I think I said something along those lines in my Ramblings and Amusings episodes when I briefly mentioned moving. And the opening episode, or I would just say kind of episodes in general, which are the introduction to our students um, who are seniors, it was really, really lovely for me because we get to see in the beginning there, um, their hidden capabilities and the misfortune that is their abilities because 
they keep um, them in this constant state of hiding. Um, and these special abilities keep them from being their whole selves, so much so that they have the have a problem or issue with connecting with others. And as a young person, building relationships and friendships are critical. And here, the story has already set up these three students who are struggling to not only be themselves, but also to just make a friend. They, they barely can even have, they can only, can't even have a friend. Um, and that initial setup in this drama was the draw for me. It was the reason I immediately connected with the story. I connected with these students and I felt for them and their teenage uh, slash X-Men woes. <laughs> and I valued that part of the story already. So me mentioning this and how this is the beginning, this is the opening, this is the introduction, the exposition of the story. And it, I'm mentioning this because that was what I believed the story was to be about. This is what got me. This is what grabbed my attention. But also to mention, in this opening of this story, we do not just get our students. We also actually get to see our parents or the parents of these students. And we get to see the parents through the lens of our students. And we get to see the struggles and personalities of their parents through the way they are presented and relationship to our three students, whom I have felt already immediately connected with. And I love that. I love that we got to see these three students, but then we also got to see their parents and how um, and how their parents struggle and how their personalities are through how they treat their children. And I really, really love that. But then on top of getting to know the students and their parents, we also get introduced to our villains of the story. Um, and it's the NIS and this hired hitman named Frank. And we also get to see a little bit about North Korea and some of the issues that may be coming out of there. But those that aspect of the story feels a little separate from our students. And the initial connection of how that's going to relate to our students isn't really clear at first. And I also thought that was just fine. There was nothing wrong with that. Because again, this was just the beginning. This was just the opening, right? First couple, like four episodes, right? Um, but... As you can see, with listing those different things that we get introduced to just in the opening of the drama, you can see that we have quite a lot to keep up with. Um, and while I am keeping up with everything, while I was watching those opening episodes, I was keeping up with anything, everything, but my focus was still on those students because those are the people or the characters that I really cared about in the beginning of the drama. And I'm pointing this out, as you can tell, because... As much as I was drawn into the story by the stories of our students and their situation that they were in, I still had to pay attention to the hitman who was chasing down old and retired NIS agents. And then we also had to pay attention to our parents of our students who are former NIS agents. So at the beginning of the story, we start to see the lead up to the conflict that is going to be in this drama. And the conflict I got really invested in, which is the students and them building their relationships and finding friendships and finding out who they are and accepting who they are. We also start to care about the fact that our parents of these students, these, these parents have a target on their backs and they're 
possibly being hunted down. And that conflict, and also the conflict is that their students, or their, their children don't really know about this. That's also a part of this initial conflict that we see um, established in the opening of our drama. Again, I'm noting the amount of episodes here because that is important. This is a 20 episode drama and I'm talking specifically about the first four, five, you know, six episodes of this drama, 20 episodes now. And only in the beginning do we have the introduction to all of our characters and then also the villains and also to the conflict that is the crux of this drama. Now, like I said, in these opening episodes, we're getting to experience all of that and I am loving it. I'm eating it up. I'm telling you, I love our our, our coupling between Wee Su and Bung Suk. I thought they were adorable together. I like that our um, Jong Hoon was kind of, you know, he was rough. He was weird and rough around the edges in the fact that he was very kind of standoffish and he kept to himself, but he had to. These, these are students who have to keep a big, part of themselves hidden from everyone else. So it is hard for them to connect, but you start to see him slowly kind of connecting and and being um, drawn to Wisu and, and appreciating kind of the fact that he notices that she's like him. You know, so we start to see all this and I'm loving that. I'm also loving the fact that we see our parents trying to, or some of them, they're trying to establish a new life for them and their family. And and I enjoyed that and I really appreciate that. But we also get to see all this kind of um, murdering of the former NIS ages and then the kind of um, tension and the buildup to when is it going to be our parents that we care about? When is it going to be Bong Suk's mother? When is it going to be Wisu's father? You know, we are, we're getting more and more anxious as the, the hitman is kind of, you know, fulfilling his role and, and, and hitting these people and, and killing these, these former agents. And so all of this is happening in the opening and then wham, we get to episode nine and we are catapulted to a past. So we're catapulted to a past that features the story of Bung Suk's mother and his father, Dushik. And episode nine, this is this flashback, start of our flashback episodes. It was my ep- favorite episode by far. <laughs> my favorite episode. I absolutely fell in love with Dushik and Min Hyung's stories and their love story. Um, I was completely invested in them and seeing their histories. And then their story continued into episode 10. And so we were we were in the thick of it leading up to this episode nine. And then all of a sudden we get kind of jarred into a totally different story. And that's episode nine and that's episode 10. And then we get to episode 11 and 12 and a new story start. And it's the background of Juwan and the love of his life, Jihee. And then that story continues on through episode 13. And then we meet EJ Man, who is Gong Hoon's father. And then we get his backstory. So then, if you can tell by just the n- numbers of episodes that I'm listing, we have episodes nine through 14, where we don't de- get to see much about our students at all, but instead just their parents' histories. Now, that's a lot of episodes. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know if it's just me. That's a lot of episodes to be so far away to my to me, it felt 
disconnected um, and far away from the original story that we were following and that we were really getting into the heat of and the thick of. And, you know, it's a, it's we're completely taken out of it. We're, we're in 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's like six episodes completely um, set in the past. And yes, I mean... I, yes, <laughs> said in the past. And then we do a quick return, I think episode 15 to the present and the current story. So we get back a little bit to our students and what's going on with them. But then after just that one episode, we go right back to the past and we get to see the backstory of um, an NIS agent turned teacher who works at the high school with our students. And then we also get the backstories of North Korean agents. And then all of a sudden, we're at the end of the drama and we have this showdown, this battle between the North Korean agents and South Korean former agents slash our parents and their children. And then the drama ends. And I, I'm trying to be a little facetious here, if you can tell, <laughs> but this is why I said I wanted to point out the structure of the drama and its story, because right when we were getting to the, the climax of the story, which was the student's and with these hidden abilities and their parents trying to keep them safe and and keep them you know normal and and keep them away from the life that they lived we get completely pulled out of that story to go to the past and though i enjoyed those flashbacks episodes i absolutely like i said my favorite episode was episode nine which was a complete flashback episode um (laughs) And how much I saw the merit in knowing the backstories of their parents, I completely appreciated knowing about their backstories. However, I do believe those six, seven, eight episodes completely interrupted the heart of the story. Yes, I do. I know that might be controversial to say, but I honestly do. And I think, let me explain a little bit more by talking about what the story to me was really about, (laughs) okay? And where I, what I loved about some of the themes and concepts of the story, but also where I feel like some of those themes and concepts weren't fully realized um, by the story, even though they were presented, they weren't fully realized. So one of the premier things that I loved about this drama from the opening was the concept of moving, right? Early in the drama, it does an amazing job of showing how moving is not only the act of actually packing things up and physically moving from one place to another, but also it's what it means to move on from things you've experienced in your past or how to move on from things that trouble you and that you don't allow to hold you back or how you move on to grow up and grow into a better version of yourself. And I love that. I ate that up. That is right down my alley. If you guys don't know, I love stuff like that. Um, And it made me feel like the story was about so much more and about something so much more meaningful than superhuman teenagers realizing their superpowers. It felt so relatable and human for such a 
superhuman setup. <laughs> and the drama showed that with almost every main character. And so it was so easy to pick up on that meaning of moving in the story. And again, I loved it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I also feel like the story was about so many other things. Um, and for example, the story I feel like wanted to highlight this notion of using your powers and abilities for good or for evil and how at any point you really could be straddling the line between those two. And they do the best um, at showing this, this concept or this theme with Juwon and even the North Korean agents. And I thought they really did a wonderful job as far as like kind of showing that that struggle between you you have these abilities and you can use them from good or you can use them from bad. And I like that. But I also feel like this concept isn't as powerful in the story as it could be because we really don't get to see any of our characters that we really care about face any real consequences from making a decision one way or the other. For example, Frank, the hitman, Though his story, we do get his backstory and it's revealed and it's actually really tragic. He doesn't really face any real repercussions for being a hitman. Also, in the case of our North Korean agents, who I did feel bad for by the end of the story, we still didn't actually build enough connection with their characters, or at least I didn't feel like I had formed enough of a connection with their characters to fully, um, because we only got their backstory in just one episode, mind you guys. <laughs> um, but I didn't feel like we built enough connection with them for me to really see how them kind of making the decision to go from evil to good, how that, you know, really related or how powerful that could have been had it been with a character like Juwan, for example. But, you know, they just, I didn't feel like they realized that concept, even though it was there, they presented it. It just was there. They didn't fully realize it. Um, and I also feel like there were concepts like um, this, this notion or to me, this theme of life being an uphill battle in a way where every step you're constantly fighting with something in your life. And in this drama, we get to see that um, in a very literal manner where we have superhuman people being forced in a way to fight for and against something that they don't really even know how it's going to benefit them in the end or how this fight or battle is going to actually play out. And yet they still have to fight. And I feel like that is supposed to tie into this idea that like life, the constant battle you're fighting, you really don't know what you're going to see at the end of the fight, all right? Or if it was even worth it, but you still have to fight every day. And I love that concept. And I totally see how our characters are representing that and their very literal way of fighting. And, you know, I like it. I liked it, but I still feel like there could have been a better way of really focusing that on maybe highlighting that in maybe one or two characters as opposed to just kind of a blanket over all the characters. And, you know, and then I'm, I'm listing a lot of different other meanings that I pulled from the story. Um, another one that I picked up was the recognizing your powers um, and how being true to yourself and growing up 
is, you know, an aspect of the story and how it's connected to our three students. And it's not a very uncommon thing, mind you, the idea of recognizing your own powers and who you really are and being true to yourself and all of that is not new. That's a very common theme that you could see in a lot of, you know, coming of age stories. Um, But I feel like it still wasn't realized very well because it's connected to our three students, but it was so abrupt how our students just kind of had this awakening and appreciation for their abilities. And then all of a sudden they were, they were happy to be, you know, special and the story ended. Right. And I feel like they could have honored this theme, um, though very common, a little bit better by actually allowing us to see our students harness and grow into their powers. didn't do that. It just kind of like happened. They, they were awoke, they were awakened with their powers. And then all of a sudden they flash forward into the the future. And now the students are utilizing their powers for good. You know, that was all we got to really see. And I don't think that was, I don't think that did that theme or that concept any justice, unfortunately. Mm, So yeah. And and honestly, having said all these these thoughts about moving and how they, you know, sound like critiques or complaints, they really can just be boiled down to the medium that our writer and our director had to adapt this story to. It probably reads a lot better in the webtoon, I'm pretty sure. Um, but for the drama, even if a season two is on its way, there should have definitely been the importance placed on fewer characters and hopefully doing a better job of weaving in the histories of some characters through the main plot and our true main characters, which were the three students. So the drama to me almost felt like a summary of the story in the webtoon instead of a fully realized one. That And that is, again, a shame because to, the, to me, the crux of the story is the initial buildup of the drama that we got that was so, so good. And I was so impressed by, and I just wish they continued that main story, which was our three students kind of growing and and realizing their powers and finding relationships and connections despite their parents, you know, that would have been lovely to follow all the way through. And it wasn't, it just, it just wasn't. And just to go ahead and mention this, because I haven't mentioned this, the gore and the bloodiness and the violence in this drama was gratuitous. I tried with all my might to find a justification for all the gore and violence. And I just could not, I could not. The final three episodes of this drama, I watched behind my fingers. It was absolutely too much. And again, if I had felt that there was a need for showing such graphicness, I would have said it here, but I cannot think of anything. I cannot think of anything. And, you know, I and I do, and I can say this, you know, they did give some characters the ability to withstand getting hurt and having the, um, the ability to heal really quickly, even though they could still feel pain. And I could pull out how that's kind of symbolic and that's cool. And I can even connect that to the theme of enduring life's battles. But I don't feel like doing that because I don't think they themselves did enough for me to really pull that out and highlight that. You know, it was just violent and gory. (laughs) But on the positive side of that, the CGI and the special effects was so great. It was, it was actually too great. (laughs) So when I was watching a lot of these gruesome scenes, I 
had to cover my eyes. I did. I I tried like the all of the Juwan episodes, his flashbacks, anything that had to do with Juwan, I could not. I could not stomach. I could not stomach them. They were the hardest episodes for me to get through because they were just so gory. They were so violent because he has the ability to get hurt in all these gruesome graphic ways and still recover from it. And again, that can be symbolic. I can pull stuff out of that. I totally could. But at the same time, uh-uh, I can't do it. It was just too much. It was just too much. It was just too much. Oh, it was just too much. But, I, you know, I'm and I'm being really hard on moving because, like I said, the very beginning of this drama, the very first like six, seven, eight episodes of this drama, I was in love. I thought this was going to be rivaling my other two top dramas of the year. And it totally could have had it continued with that main story that focused solely on our students. Um, yeah, but I, I will say this though. I let me just say the things that I absolutely did love about the drama because I don't want you to do wrong. I don't want to get it wrong that I loved a lot about this drama. I love, love, loved the love story of Mihan and Dushik. And honestly, they are one of my favorite couples of all time. I love their love story. They showed this grand, beautiful love story in just two episodes. And it was impressive. I was so impressed by their ability to do that. Again, completely separated from the main story for me. But those two episodes where they got, we got the backstory of their meeting and their falling in love. I was enamored with it. Loved it. My favorite episodes by far of this entire drama. Yes, disconnected to me from the, the real story, but absolutely beautiful. I could have watched just those two episodes as a drama and been done, or as a movie and been done with it. I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I also really, really loved how they crafted our baby superheroes, Bong Suk and Huisu. I thought they were so adorable, so, so adorable. I mean, there was not a fully realized love story. Um, you know, mostly it was Bong Suk being in love with Huisu um, and her kind of just like, being a really great friend to him. And I think over time, eventually it would have blossomed into more, but I loved how they set their kind of friendship relationship up. I loved it. It was my favorite, favorite aspect of the beginning of this drama was these two and them being together. And I just also loved the notion of them falling in love um, as in Bosuk and his father, Dushik, how when they fell in love or when they were falling in love or when they were experiencing certain emotions, it caused them, our little birds, to start to float <laughs> without their need, wanting to. It's like something they couldn't even control. They would just start floating. And it was just so fun to watch. I really loved that. And I just wish I saw a little bit more of that. I mean, it was the beginning of the episode. And of course, I think over time it was going to, you know, have to play itself out. But I really loved that. I just, I just love that. Um, and I also really, really loved Juwan as a character. I loved him, despite his episodes being the hardest for me to watch because of the goriness and bloodiness of them and the violence of them. I mean, so difficult to watch. I really loved his character and I loved how cute he was. I loved that he was like a big teddy bear and he would just be crying. He would just cry in the middle of the street because he was lost. And yet, you know, and I also like the Hulk comparison for him and how he loved romance and he 
loved love and him being in love was so sweet and so gentle despite him being so like I said violent and strong it was so lovely to watch and I liked how aware he was of it like I said like him you know accepting the comparison of Hulk I loved that and I also loved him as a father I thought he was an amazing father character and I think they did a wonderful job of crafting that um, I even loved that at the end of it again I'm not giving spoilers or anything but at the end how he took on one of the North Korean agents you know I thought that was such a thing that he would do and I love that um oh, I love that and I think that this would have just been better the story or the drama would have been better if there was a prequel setup where there was an entire season, like one entire season that was just the backstories of our NIS agents and the North Korean agents. And I, and I think that would have been perfect because then this season could have really focused on the students finding themselves and how that looked opposite their parents or you know, regardless of their parents' stories, instead of them all being kind of mashed into one. Um, yeah, I really would have loved that. And I'm going to have to say this, the ending and how they kind of squeezed in what happened to um, our agents, but then also what happened to our students as far as like after the, the battle is, is done was so, so hodgepodge and really really quick and just kind of like tacked on even the return of Dushik to his family which was huge a huge aspect to the story and the story of Bongsuk who again for me is such an important character yet that return of his father was just kind of thrown in at the end. We didn't get to see him accepting that, him coming to terms with that, him coming to appreciate that, him coming to um, just to see how he really felt knowing that his father returned to his life. None of that. We got to see none of that. And again, I don't want to hear anything about season twos and continuing the story. And they didn't know if they were going to get the season two. And I don't want to hear that. There is a way to tell the story without um, completely banking on whether you have a season two or not. And I really feel like had they done a better job of not including so much of the backstories of our NIS agents or our parents, we would have definitely, definitely gotten the opportunity to really see or fully realize the story of our students. Because to me, they were the most important characters and they should have stayed the most important characters all the way through to the end yes again i know in the webtoon this is probably done seamlessly and effortlessly and beautifully but i just feel like for this drama format it did not actually work um so yeah so just let me just hit this to summarize as much as i loved this drama at its beginning and even at its core there was too much on the docket to truly give me the chance to appreciate all the characters and their stories. I would have loved it had it focused itself a little more and cut down a little on the gore. <laughs> I'm serious because I feel like there were so many characters and even like the like the North Korean agents. I 
really liked a lot of them and I really would have loved to see more of their stories again, but not in this drama. I don't mind these characters that we get all this backstory for. I don't mind that I know about them and I wish that I knew more about some of them, but not in this, in this drama, not in this one. It totally should have been pulled out and we should have really focused on our young students because the way they came to acknowledge their abilities and their special powers and see them utilize them and this kind of battle at the end. And then all of a sudden they are totally able to use it and, and that they never had to like train and become better at it. And we get to see this really like hodgepodge training like that was missed. That was a missed opportunity. So I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed that we didn't get to focus on our students and their relationships and them becoming friends and them forming relationships and even them going through high school and then graduating. Like all of that could have been shown in a way that wasn't boring and that wasn't a story that we've seen time and time again. And we could have still seen their parents backstories woven through that in a way of kind of revealing that through their interactions with their children but they didn't do that they didn't do that and I I really wish they would have tried um again I'm pretty sure the webtoon does it perfectly and beautifully and it's wonderful there but for the drama they definitely needed to kind of separate the two they, they just had to. I'm sorry. They had to. Um, but other than that, I, I really am glad that I watched it still. And I would recommend it really to anyone who likes superhero stories or likes this genre at all um, and, and can handle gore. <laughs> I would totally recommend it. But I also just know for me, there was so much potential in those opening episodes. And then we totally told a second story in the middle of the drama and then at the very end we tried to wrap up the beginning story and the middle story and we didn't do that with enough because we didn't have enough time to <laughs> you know it just it was really poorly done at the end there so I would have loved it if they did like a prequel and we just saw the backstories of our parents and the agents there um yeah and even if they did a season two I'm really wondering what that would really look like or how different that would really look like from this. I guess then they could focus on our three, you know, students as, you know, as they're growing young adults, I guess. But yeah, how long is it going to be till we get a season two? <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely would have liked if they would have tried a little bit more to just like, like I said, this felt like a summary of the webtoon as opposed to telling the story that's in the webtoon in a drama format. But, you know, that's just me. That's just me. That's just me. I know there are so many other great elements to this drama. Like I said, I listed quite a few things that I really, really loved about it and that I think would have really been great to see. I, I loved a lot of it. I really, really did. But it took a turn. It took a turn for me. So... Ah, so that's why I always say like story structure is important as much as people try to pretend like they're not paying attention to story structure when they're watching things. They it matters. It does like having an exposition, having a rising action, having a climax, having a falling action and then a conclusion and an ending like all of that structure is important. <laughs> it really is. And for this drama, the story structure 
we had two separate stories, first of all. And then for the ones, the main story that was the beginning, which was the episode, like the actual beginning and the rising action, we never really got the climax of that. We just jumped straight to the ending. And that's not how story structures should really work. And if you're going to play with story structure, there's a way of doing that and it coming out in a way that's cool and unique and interesting and not just like you you pulled a chunk of the story out and threw it away. You know, it, it doesn't usually feel like that. But I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to keep going on about that. Moving, I, I'm glad I watched it. Like I said, I came out of it with like one of my favorite episodes two episodes of the drama and my favorite couple, like one of my favorite couples of the year. I definitely came out of this story with a lot, but I also just wanted more from it, unfortunately. And I didn't get it and I didn't get it, but that's okay. That's okay, right? That's okay. Um, But yeah, so that's it. I didn't want to spoil too much. So that's why I kind of kept this as a a broad kind of final thoughts on moving. But uh, yeah, let me know what your thoughts on moving. I know everyone loved it. I know it made all like a lot of its money back, um, which I'm happy about because it does hopefully guarantee a season two, um, even though I don't like season twos, but I think this one needs a season two to kind of fix what they did not do in season one. Um, but <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. But I will say, let me know if you guys had any kind of misgivings about the structure of this drama um, or if you completely thought it melted well together and really uh, loved it despite any of its flaws let me know I will leave a question on Spotify for you guys to answer or you can come find me on Instagram at Lola Pops Off about K-dramas I am always chatting with people about dramas in the DMs over there and in the comment section so please please come visit me over there as well But yeah, that's it. That's all for this episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off. Mm